0: All right, hello and welcome to a Friday. Friday, November 6th. That could only mean one thing, pizza. And we're gonna show you some of the best pizza you've ever seen. This is the pizza I grew up. Chef Scott Hibbenitz here with us from Angelo's. It's gonna be a good day. Nice to be here. Oh man, a locked and loaded show for you from Studio Kitchen Colorado. The Modern Eater Show continues. We're gonna put together this pizza that you see right here from Angelo's with us today in the In the Kitchen segment. Got a full show with for you today too. Elizabeth Woodard's gonna be here with us from Nest inside of Nurture, Montana from Black Hat Distillery here as well. But we're gonna do a little news update with you. This gentleman right here is Dr. William Blanchett. He's from Boulder Internal Medicine. He's gonna come up with us next in the news segment. Jay, let's do a little bit of a TME news update. Okay like I said welcome to a Friday lots of stuff going on right now and I have to tell you I am really excited for the weekend but right now let me tell you your headlines for today Colorado I love you this is an intervention you'd think that was your mom Jay but it's not that's the governor speaking Paula said at one point cancel your social (laughs) plans over the next few weeks we'll talk about that coming up real soon we're on a dangerous path. Denver's home by 10 order takes effect this Sunday. That's from the mayor. Hashtag safer at restaurants. Hashtag support local. And then hashtag national nachos day. A lot of hashtags going on. And Dr. William Blanchett from Boulder Internal Medicine coming up here shortly. Jay, I talked to you about it just a second ago. Colorado, I love you. This is an intervention. Polis said at one point, cancel your social plans for over the next few weeks. That should be easy for you, Jay. Oh me, yeah, no problem, no problem, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the numbers are going the wrong way, Jay, and uh, it's more important than ever to reverse that. That's why we have Doctor William blanchett on. Is there any logic behind this reasoning of to cancel your plans? And who are you canceling your plans with? It's probably your fa- friends and family, right? You would think, yeah, or the raves that you're used to going to. <laughs> well, you know me. I do know you. Yeah. We're on a dangerous path. This was the mayor today. And Denver's home by ten order takes effect this Sunday. Why not over this weekend? What do you figure? What's your guess, Jay? Oh, uh, something to do with the election? I don't know. I don't mm, know. We're gonna maybe. We're gonna talk. There was an election, talk right? Talk to the doctor about that itself. Uh, hashtag safer at restaurants. This is a hashtag that we've made up. I think it's very important. Hashtag safer at restaurants. If you think about it restaurants more than ever right now need your support and I can tell you what if you've gone to a restaurant you know that they're into sanitation, they're sober, they're into cleanliness they're doing all the right things to make sure that you're in a safe environment They need your help, they need your support, and supporting restaurants is at the top of the list. So if you're making a post, what I'd like you to do is hashtag Safer at Restaurants. Pick your favorite restaurant and support them today. Speaking of support, support local. There is a lot of political unrest. You can't even get on your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, without seeing some kind of political vitriol right now. It's everywhere. Take this, this much, just this much of that political unrest that you have going on inside of your body and take that energy and put it into supporting local. If you can take just a little bit of that to support your favorite local space, um, we're going to get ahead of the game. Do it. Because we need that more than ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. On the moderneater.com, Jay. TME, TheModernEater.com. There is a lot of good stuff there. Just this past Wednesday, we had James Doxson from Vibe Concepts in here making nachos. Guess what today is, Jay? National Nachos Day. It is National Nachos Day. So if you go to TheModernEater.com, you will be able to see that great 10-minute interview of Chef James Doxon putting together some delicious nachos. You'll love to see that and get some great ideas. They also have some locations that you can get those nachos at as well. So National Nachos Day today on the 6th. And uh, without further ado, I want to do this. Let's go room zoom 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 up to Boulder. His name's Dr. William Blanchett from Boulder Internal Medicine. We have to have you join us right now, doctor. How are you?
1: I am doing surprisingly well, all things considered.
0: Well, it's good to see your face, and it's good to see that you're happy and well. Um, okay, numbers are going in the wrong direction, doctor. What are we seeing right now? This is something that it was, it, it was um, I don't know if it was inevitable to happen, but you, you sure did look around the corner and say, I'm worried about the fall with uh, people getting back into school. There's a lot of things going on, but, but it, it, are the, is the nightmare becoming reality at this point?
1: Well, the nightmare is becoming somewhat of a reality you know this this started basically when the universities reconvened and we're now seeing the consequences the very very predictable consequences of the universities reconvening now the university is going to send the kids home the kids the young adults home for thanksgiving and they're not going to come back until the next semester and so my hope is that that intervention We'll turn this thing around and we'll get the the numbers down, get the cases down and return to a little bit more normal existence. The, the, The thing that's really sad is that none of this has to happen. You know, none of this has to happen if we simply respect this virus, wear masks, socially distance, wash our hands, don't cough on people. We don't have to shut down if we would just do that. But somehow we can't seem to collectively do that and then there lies the problem and who pays the price? The bar owners, the restaurant owners, people on the front lines of medicine are all putting their themselves at risk for behavior of other people that they have no control. And it's, it's, it's a tragedy, it's really an embarrassment that we can't do a better job of simply wearing masks, sitting six or eight feet away from each other Doing anything outside, we can do outside. When we're inside, be super cautious. If we did that as a society, we wouldn't have to shut anything down. But we can't. We don't. And as a result, this is climbing. As a result, the restaurant owners, the bar owners are paying a huge price for not their behavior, for other people's behavior. That's you know that, that, that's my position on it. I think we need to recognize that when you talk about that. We need to have some compensation for the bar owners and restaurant owners so that when this is over, we will still have some places to go to relax, to get some great food.
0: Hmm. I couldn't agree with you more. A lot to unpack here. So, uh, you know, in a a day and age where truth is skewed and you really don't know what reality is, and the only thing that's certain is uncertainty, the masks. So uh, I think people are fairly good with masks, but are they working? I mean, should we... Not see that spike right now. We're wearing masks, and and we have a spike. Except in- the
1: masks, the masks are working when we're wearing them. When you look, well, you know, look, look what happened in September. Universities got back in session. The first thing that happened here is in Boulder, the COVID spiked only at the university, only at the university, spiked hugely. So how did the university respond? They responded by getting serious by shutting down classwork. So you have to Zoom from the dorm. The problem was COVID was not being spread around in the classrooms. COVID was being spread around in the sororities and fraternities and and dorms. And the students for a period of time got serious about that and the COVID came down a little bit, then it goes back up again. And now it's gotten into the community. Now vulnerable people who are gonna get sick and who are gonna die are now getting COVID is no longer in the university it's now in the community combine that with covid fatigue we're so tired of wearing these damn masks we're just tired of it we're going to go out and we're going to do normal things again and you do that and people get covid and so so that's kind of what's happening do masks work masks work but a mask working means that Everybody with COVID who doesn't wear a mask makes over two people sick. Everybody with COVID who does wear a mask makes less than a half a person sick. Mm. You're still making people sick. So if you have this pool of COVID brewing over in the university and they're sending people out into the community to make other people sick, the curve won't go up really steep. The curve's going to go up, though, because we have this pool of kids behaving in a fashion to promote COVID, and getting virtually no symptoms themselves.
2: Yeah.
1: So if we can just, now that the politics is over, we can just change the technology from being a political technology to being a science technology. Masks are more available. We have better masks now. In fact, I just wanna show you my newest favorite mask. This is, I have no connection to this fast company, but here's a mask that doesn't filter in 0.3 micron particles like the N95s, this filters 0.1 micron particles. It's the most comfortable mask, the most efficient mask. I can talk fairly easily with it on, and I can wear it all day without feeling miserable. Mm. And so we've, we've come a long way in masks. This is a nanofiber mask, a little bit more expensive 450 dollars a pop. Mm-hmm. But if I can wear it all day without feeling miserable, it's worth it. Wearing masks, wearing better masks, wearing masks more efficiently. It'll make a difference. We, we can beat it. Yes, we can. We can beat it. Let's do it. But it requires us all to pull together. Just the the election over. It. Let's get over it. Let's pull together. Let's mask up. Let's wash our hands. Let's stop this progression. It's worked in other countries it has worked in other countries, it can work here.
0: Yeah, just a couple minutes left with Dr. William Blanchett here as we do a news update and talking about the spike in the positivities rates and hospitalizations, looking at numbers that harken back to April. I mean, we go back to April and we're seeing the same spikes there. So, uh, I mean, here we are, uh, COVID's spiking again. Is the potency of COVID the way that it was in April? From a doctor's perspective, from from what i'm from what i'm seeing on the ground level is a lot of folks are either asymptomatic or no symptoms at all and and seemingly test positive for covid or is it just that we're so used to it that it's not a scary proposition anymore or as scary as the unknown then
1: things going on really number one we're doing a lot more asymptomatic testing I'm gonna get a colonoscopy, I get a COVID test. Oh, my COVID test is positive. That happened to my daughter's mother-in-law this week. She's gonna get an upper endoscopy, got a COVID test, it was positive. positive, zero symptoms. So we're finding those people whom we would never find before. That's number one. Number two, we are finding more young people and, and we're screening more young people. Young people don't get sick, young people don't get hospitalized for the most part. We have big numbers of cases And it's not reflecting in as big a number of hospitalizations as we had back in March and April. And then the final thing is, we as clinicians are actually getting better at treating it. We have some things that can help. Vitamin D, for instance, massively beneficial in research studies, reducing severity of COVID. So if any of your listeners are out there not taking some D3, take D3. It makes a difference. Zinc probably makes a big difference. Now we know steroids make a difference. Convalescent plasma is showing great promise for making a difference. So we're better at treatment. Extracorporeal oxygenation makes a difference. So we're seeing a significant reduction in mortality among hospitalized patients. We're seeing a significant reduction in hospitalization among COVID patients. This is all good, but it's also bad because then we let down our guard And I have a case. I saw a patient last week whose best friend next door neighbor goes out to eat. Doesn't pay attention to the guidelines. Both the neighbor and his wife get COVID. The couple that went out with both get COVID. The neighbor and his wife are now dead. They're dead. So, yeah, they were older, but they were older, functional, good folk who just got COVID fatigue. Bought the story that this is no longer important. Went out, did not take precautions. Ate at a truck stop for God's sakes, and and are now dead as a consequence. After spending a week in a hospital on a ventilator, so yeah, we're better. Yes, yeah, down. Yes, yeah, not as scary to the bone as it was back in April, but don't let us forget that it is still a fatal disease. That still, we're losing, you know, eight hundred, thousand people per day in this country
0: <laughs> from this disease. Um, none better, and and really just put the work in, do what you can to stay safe, minimize your contact with folks that you don't need to be around. And uh, you heard it from Colorado's governor, Colorado, I love you. Uh, This is an intervention, Polis said at one point, cancel your social plans over the next few weeks. And this is the time of year, renownedly where folks are wanting to get together with their loved ones, and um, it, it could deem to be dangerous at this point.
1: Well, up until recently, you could have a social engagement outside where it's relatively safe. Now, that it's going to get cold for Thanksgiving, having a social engagement inside, you might take grandpa out. Mm. You might take mom out. Yeah, be you got to be careful. Hey, this could be the end of. Uh...
0: I appreciate your time, doctor. We're going to catch up soon. Well, we'll make it through this hump like we've done everything else. Do our part uh, and uh, we won't let you down. We'll be wearing our masks. I appreciate that. Yeah, you bet. All right. Dr. William Blanchett, Boulder Internal Medicine right there, Jay. And, uh, you know, truly, Jay, if you had somewhere to go over the holidays, cancel your plans, but you're fine.
3: Oh, yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) But to all the people that, that, you know, yeah, that have things to do, It's time to
0: make some pizza. We'll do In the Kitchen. Scott Hibbeneth here with us today, and I am thrilled to have Chef join us. Talk about the pizza you grew up with. Now, my pizza that I grew up with, Angelo's on 6th Avenue. And just so many memories around that pizza. Pizza that was the kitchen sink. And I just love that pizza gathering at Angelo's. And uh, since then, a new group has taken over Angelo's since I was a kid, and they have done great things with it. We're going to assemble that pizza and then get into some more stuff. I'm looking forward to – Montana's here from Black Hat Distillery, and Montana's going to put together some great drinks for us, a classic margarita, and then a seasonal drink. I think it's called uh, Sweater Weather. Sweater Weather. Sweater Weather. Yeah. Okay, we'll break – we'll come right back. We'll be in the kitchen with Chef Scott Hibbeneth right here next on The Modern Eater Show. hey.
3: (laughs) What's going on everybody? This is Brother Luck from Lucky Dumpling, 4 by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs, and I am rocking with the Modern Eater. You're watching them, you're tasting them, you're knowing everything there is to know about Colorado.
2: (laughs) Hi, Charlie from Brews Beers here. Our new Belgian Abbey Four Pack is a mixed package of the four core beers made in Abbey and Trappist Breweries in Belgium. So we have a single, a double, a triple, and a quadruple in one package. Now quadruples are the emperors of Belgian monastery ales. They're dark in color uh, with a dense tan head and alcohol ranging from eight to 12%. So they're pretty strong. Quadruples are very rich and complex with big maltiness, uh, spice, and flavors of raisins, cherries, and plums. Alcohol is apparent in the mouthfeel, but not overwhelming. Uh, even at ten and a half percent ABV so the finish is long complex and dry and they're great beers anytime by themselves or with hearty foods pick up your Abbey four pack at either brews location 67th and Pencos, or at Colfax in New York and at fine liquor stores throughout the Denver metro area take home some Belgian style badass hey guys respect. it's Brian Rizzuto with Encore Energy the guy who saves your businesses money on natural gas
4: I know these are crazy, crazy times right now. So while your business is working on
2: increasing your sales, let me work on saving you guys money on your natural gas. I make it as easy as possible. Just provide 12 months worth of natural gas bills to me. I'll do the rest. I know you're really busy. So let me get to work for you.
4: You can reach me at 720 245-5771 Two four five five seven seven one. I look forward to hearing from you guys and let me try to save you some money in these crazy
1: times
5: bye
3: Watching the modern eater. And now back to
0: the show. I am totally excited about this. It's in the kitchen brought to you by Elevation Food Service Reps. They will help you out with all of your kitchen needs. Get a hold of Rich O'Brien and we'll put a phone number for that. In the meantime and in between time, it's pizza. We're going to talk kitchen sink pizza with chef Scott Hibbeneth. Good to see you, chef absolutely uh angelos talk about angelos here real quick you've got the mothership and then you have the
6: the flagship down in littleton yeah
0: (laughs) this is fun we have in house angelos i love it talk about the locations
6: sixth in washington Uh been there for 40 something years like you said you grew up on angelo's angelo's pie Uh Um, the group i'm with we took over probably about seven and a half years ago Mm -hmm. and um we've we did some small changes kept some of the family favorites and Rolled forward ever since.
0: I love it. And so we're talking about pizza you grew up with. Mine was the kitchen sink pizza from Angelo's. This is the smells of this just bring me back to sure. running around like a little kid through Angelo's and back on the patio and friends and family around. What was the the, the pizza spot that you grew up
6: with? It was two brothers. Two brothers in New Jersey. That was the one uh, that we always went to. There was the guy, the pizza maker guy in the back. He uh-huh. had this like pizza muscle on his arm and he'd be back there (laughs) working that and you'd see that muscle popping out. And my brother and I used to like lean on the counter and watch him and be like, you know, someday we might too have that pizza muscle on our arm. What
0: was your pizza?
6: My pie was sausage, mushroom, red onion. Woo! That was me. Yeah. So kind of
0: close. To yeah, this. similar. Uh, a, a little bit close. We're gonna assemble this delicious pizza today. I think that it's consistent all the time. What well, we search out for at the Modern Eater is great ingredients and local, if you possibly can. Sure. And uh, and then we're gonna just assemble this baby right now. So if you wouldn't mind, drop us in the uh, comments. What your give us some recognition. Your favorite pizza place that you grew up with or that you love now that your kids are experiencing, but pizza, that's the name of the game. Let's do it. Pizza, yeah. What do you got, Chef?
6: We're gonna lay down our base of our Angelo's red sauce. Um, This sauce wears a lot of hats in the restaurant. Um, This is one of the recipes that when we took over, um, when you first get into the business, there's a lot of tomato people, tomato salesmen all over the place, and they come in and they're like, hey, we're going to improve your, improve your sauce by adding all these different tomatoes and just more artisan tomatoes and, and things like that. And we did a couple test batches with different ingredients and anybody that, everybody whose opinion I trusted said, hey, you know what, don't need to change the sauce. So it was, um, it was one of those things. We went back to the same old recipe, but went to the same level, the same ingredients that we were using in the past. And, this is where we landed with our ancestors. it the marina. sauce
0: or the dough that makes the signature pizza?
6: There's, it's a combination That's of the sauce be. and the dough. And yeah. Maybe
0: you can't forget the cheese. It's like almost everything. Right? This is true. Okay, true. so with everything, pizzas to me, some are hit and miss, and the ones that miss are they, there's either too many ingredients, or they're not distributed right, or the middle of the pizza just. Does, the, this is consistent throughout. How do how do you get how do you achieve that, chef?
6: It, it's a balance. It's a balance of the of the ingredients and the quantity of the ingredients. Gotcha. If you have um, if you especially with an everything pizza like this, if you have too much stuff on it, it becomes a big soggy mess in the middle. And um, you know, the, actually, the pizzeria that that we used to go to growing up, and you were they had a couple of their own you know, specialty pies. But if you were ordering your own and you went you started to get crazy, they would tell you no. They'd be like, no, it's too many ingredients on that pizza right mm-hmm. there. And uh, it's true, and it's, it's you know it would compromise the product if it's too soggy in the middle. So yeah,
0: just don't want to put it out there. Yeah. So pepperoni, that's a good size pepperoni, but people, you know, you see these real large pepperoni. You sure do. Uh, what, what's the what, what pros and cons of size of pepperoni or, or is there or is that just my insane brain working?
6: You know with? I like I think one of the great things about pepperoni is when it passes through the pizza oven and it gets those curly edges on the inside and you get that little pool of the orange grease inside there and I think that with larger with larger size ones you just don't get the same amount of uh, crispiness I guess like a surface area of edge to to the rest of the. This is a local product right here. Clyde Sausage, Clyde Sausage. They've been making Angelo's um, family recipe for years. Um, and so, you know, we continued the relationship with them. Great local product up at 36th and Inca.
0: Now, keep it in mind, you could have come in there as, as chef and just blown it all up, right? I mean, literally, but. You decided to keep the principle. Yeah.
6: Well, I suppose yeah. we could have, but I, I think that there would have been, um, you know, there were so many people like yourself that grew up eating this, yeah. eating Angelo's. i have been there with a pitchfork. And loving it. And um, upheaval. You know, I, w- I was aware that um, you th- of it's the, the love that people following. had. It really does. Yeah. I mean, there's a picture of Angelo hanging in the restaurant. It was, it was not to be taken lightly.
0: Where's that menu that I had? I was, you know, here it is. Look at this. Show this menu. This is the this is the menu that I grew up with. So it was the family salad and the pizza. I loved every second of it. I think I probably should have looked around a lot. But not just pizza you're doing, Angelos, you're no. doing all kinds of great creations. Talk about that menu.
6: We um you, you know, we we have a pretty impressive in-house pasta program considering our volumes. We make uh you know eighty percent of our pasta in-house, fettuccine, gnocchi, agnolote, uh pappardelle, strozza strozzapreti. So we have a, a In each restaurant, we have a guy that spends a considerable part of his week making fresh pasta, and that's kind of where we really went to the next level with the the pasta program there at Angelo's. And it's one of those things that we don't that that I didn't want to compromise on. I was like, hey, you know what? We'll figure out how to do this the right way Mm -hmm. at this volume. And if you've seen the kitchen at Sixth Avenue, it's this is spacious compared to our kitchen at Sixth Avenue. So um, to be producing that food out of that kitchen is Uh um, it's been. a feat in itself there.
0: Yeah, a little bit of remodeling there. That beautiful bar, the, and mm-hmm. now at Angelo's at 6. Yeah. It's just a shame with the outbreak. I can't wait to get back to normal. But that happy hour around that bar, that's where you want to be in town with those garage <laughs> doors that's open. Great. When I, As a kid, when I walked in that door at Angelo's, the, that was the window into the kitchen mm-hmm. right when you walked yep. in. So uh, the kitchen probably got a little bit smaller even at, at that point with the sure remodel. Did. This is the pizza. Here's the finished product right kitchen here. Kitchen sink. Let move that Kitchen sink pizza. Uh, It's delicious. We're going to throw this baby in the oven. Wow. Chef, good stuff, my friend. Okay, that's uh, Chef Scott Hibbeneth here with us in the kitchen. We have to end the segment by uh, cheersing a piece of pizza. What do you think? I agree. I agree. All right, here it is.
6: Kitchen sink.
0: That's it. That's it. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Angelo's on six. Give a shot. If you haven't had their kitchen sink pizza, it's worth your time. Thanks for coming here with us today. Appreciate you, chef. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Chef Scott Hibben at Angelo's Pizza. Coming up next, I'm looking forward to this one. We met this gal just this last week, and Elizabeth Woodard here with us from Nurture and Nest. Nest is a restaurant inside of Nurture. It's a great place. We're going to share some B-roll with you as we sit down. With Elizabeth, that's next. And then booze in the news, all the booze news you can use. Montana, who's actually doubling as our camera gal today. She's with Black Hat Distillery in Colorado Springs. It's a new distillery, I think, kind of newish. And you're going to hear all about that as we continue. We're going to take a break, come right back from Studio Kitchen Colorado, and we'll continue with the healthy well- wellness segment with a mouthful of food right here from Studio Kitchen Colorado. Thank you, Chef. <laughs> I love the laugh. Like right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Hey, everybody, it's Kyle Mindenhall. I'm talking with uh, my good friends from
2: the Modern Eaters show. Keep supporting them. There's a lot of good stuff happening.
3: We started Meridium Spirits because we love the way that spirits and cocktails can bring people together to socialize, to bond, to have conversations. Well, right now we've got some big conversations to have. Coop Vodka and Coop Gin are available at liquor stores across the metro area, but if you can't find us or would like to have us behind your bar or at your restaurant, send us an email, info at meridiumspirits.com. We know things are a little different these days, but think of us the next time you're planning a virtual happy hour or a socially distant picnic. And keep an eye on our social media, Coop by Meridium for all the latest and greatest. Hey guys, it's Caroline Glover. I'm the chef owner of Annette out at Stanley Marketplace. Citrus is about to be in its prime. I just wanna thank everybody for showing so much support to small local restaurants in this really hard time. And you're watching the Modern Eater show. <laughs> I'm fine with that.
0: All right, we're back. Studio Kitchen, Colorado. And um, Elizabeth Lutter here. Hi, hi again. Good to see you bringing that microphone right up to you. Yeah. See how it bends. It's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, Healthy wellness, and, and that's the segment here. I don't know, I fell in love with you guys when I went down to Nurture. First of all, tell people what Nurture is.
5: So, Nurture is a health and wellness marketplace, uh-huh. and uh, Nest is the cafe within Nurture. So, Nurture um, provides over 65, I think, local different practitioners, ranging from acupuncture to medical practitioners to Reiki. And then we have three different fitness concepts. We have organic retail. I mean, we had everything.
0: <laughs> I love it. 2021 is my year to work on myself. All right. Uh, 2020 was just, every, it was just triage. And yeah. I kind of put myself down. Yeah. And that's sad. And when I went into Nurture and, and I just saw everything that was going on, it reminded me. And I needed that reminder. And I think maybe other people do too right now.
5: Yeah. But here's my thing. Why wait till 2021, babe? Tomorrow's <laughs> a new day. That's it. Let's,
0: <laughs> let's rock and Don't roll. Don't push that off. So we're going to talk about some fun stuff here. Yeah. But um, And I've been saying that I am. And and to confirm, because I went and got a full pl- panel of blood. Know your blood, people. That Know what's it's going helpful. on in your blood. It is helpful. Uh, I've got some autoimmune disorders, which a lot of other people do as well, yes. uh, dealing with thyroid issues and Hashimoto's. Mm-hmm. So um, inflammation is, the, I am one big ball of inflammation, what I said. <laughs> but it's peeling back the layers of the onion. Yes. And it's really addressing those things one at a time. Gut health is very important. Everything really lives Right here in your body, right in the mm. center. So getting that mm-hmm. gut health and obviously a pre and a probiotic is very helpful to get that bacteria going inside of your body. But there's other things that you can do through food. Yes. That's the way to go.
5: Well, the thing is, so Nest, my background is, is um, nutrition. So okay. Nest's perspective, we come at food it with, as functional nutrition. So in the kitchen, it's functional nutrition, which addresses the body as a whole. It's actually not isolated problems. The whole body works in one system. So if sure. you go into, a lot of times Western doctors or even dieti- dietitians, they're going to isolate the problem. But if you offset one thing, you offset, you could possibly offset a whole bunch mm-hmm. of other things. And so again, functional nutrition is the body as a whole. Mm-hmm. But you get to experience nest food as a tartine or as a rishi coffee cake or as bone broth. So it's normalizing quote unquote healthy food it's real food and Mm -hmm. our ingredients are so simple you know exactly what you're eating i personally found that when i was going into healthy restaurants i'd have this beautiful salad and then i'd ask what was in the salad dressing and it was processed vegetable oils Mm -hmm. and so you might as well be like throwing kerosene Mm -hmm. on the salad um, in in my view and so with Nest, we don't compromise our oils, we don't compromise our sugars, we don't compromise love, animal, love. G- animal products. And I understand why restaurants do, mm-hmm. they need to survive, especially this day. Margins. Exactly. And I'm a little naive mm-hmm. in the sense where, again, first and foremost, I came at it from a nutritional perspective. I love that. I know. And I'm just really grateful that the founders of Nurture um, also hold true to our intention and mm-hmm. that we have not had to compromise our products.
0: I believe there needs to be a, a come-to moment with chefs because... I mean, you, you want f- delicious flavors, but layer upon layer upon layer. So I mean, so you get so much layout. Deconstructed meals, right? Mm-hmm. And I believe chefs are just as important as medicine. And, well, and, yeah. and so one of the things that I coined, haven't caught on yet, but pharma chefs... And, and really, w- what that is, is that the food that we're eating serves as medicines a lot of times. So with the Western medicine that we're looking at, that's really just treating the symptom. That's the problem. It's the after effect rather mm. than preventive. Mm-hmm. And the preventive medicine really comes from foods and the foods that you eat. So I like the mindful foods that you've put out here today.
5: Yeah, well, and we'll get into it, um, but... Here's here's the thing: is food isn't just medicine. Food is communication. So no matter what you put into your sure. mouth, it's going to be communicating with your cells, which becomes who you are, mm-hmm. which becomes your life. And so I say, whether chefs like it or not, they are healthcare practitioners. Because when I sit down to write the ingredients in my dishes, and then I write, and then I order the ingredients from purveyors. I am writing your prescription. Every single person that walks through the door, I am writing your prescription. So it's an incredible honor, an incredible responsibility uh, to write my recipes and feed you—that's your life. That's who you are. That's your day-to-day experience. And I just think that every every chef is a healthcare practitioner. Yeah. And yeah. Here's why I love this so
0: much: is because um, you're doing what the work that really would take a full-time job for me to be able to do this at home. And right. It costs done it a for you. ton. <laughs> it, yeah, it costs a ton too, and you have a lot of leftover, and and there's cross-utilization, so you can get all of the ingredients, do the cross-utilizations, do the preparation, do the food, and there it is waiting for you at Nest. And yeah. I'm sure to go orders are just as big as ever right yeah, now. Yeah. Yes.
5: And uh, like meal the,
0: preparation. Well, boom. Bu- <laughs>
5: oh, off damn, the charts. And drop. you said it last
0: time you were here. It's like I look forward to each and every meal oh that I. Ha-. And that's the joyous part of the day. You know, yeah. when, when we were in our teens and we were un- invincible, and even in our twenties, and we could eat the, the effects of there, and you really didn't know your body at that point, right? Right. right. Uh, but but now. You know, I'm, I'm not looking forward to a party all night long or I'm looking forward. What's my next meal? It sounds know, really so old fun. and it, nerdy. It, but it doesn't. It, Priorities. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's dig in here. And yeah. See what we've, got. we've got a lot of ground Absolutely.
5: to cover. Absolutely. So, um, you know, with functional nutrition and with just your well-being in general, like you were talking about earlier, the mm-hmm. gut and Hashimoto's and leaky gut, everything, um I, we like to deal with the immune system, especially this day and age. Sure. And your immune system, a lot more and more they're finding is in your gut. Right. And so we offer at Nest uh, a bone broth, which, which is made out of organic chicken, and then a, an umami broth, which is plant-based. Mm-hmm. And both have medicinal properties. So the bone broth um, using organic chicken, it's also infused, first of all, it's full of collagen, mm-hmm. which is why bone broth has been all the rage. But actually, it's been around forever. Um, but we love to turn things into fads. Sure. Uh, but, uh, the, the healthiest part of the, of bone broth is collagen. And so collagen is a protein and it provides the structure for most of your body, uh, but namely your digestive system. So mm-hmm. if you are experiencing autoimmune disorders mm-hmm. or Crohn's or anything like that, bone broth or collagen will patch that up. It's also responsible for a supple luminous skin. So if you want to come at it from a pure vanity pers- vein perspective, Bone broth for um, skin and beauty, but uh, also what we do with our bras, both the umami and the uh, bone broth, is that we infuse it or we steep it with turmeric and ginger root, and both of those are anti-inflammatory and are like the kings of uh, the immune system. Do you taste
0: it in the broth? You've got to, right? You no? tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the broth, broth shots are I coming. I know. Let's right do now. some broth shots.
5: <laughs> um, but the great, the thing with that people, turmeric, people know Ooh. as a spice. Yeah. Um, a lot in the Asian uh, culture. Sure. The thing with that is, and I say if that's where you have to start, start with where you're at. A, bit, a little bit is better than nothing. But turmeric and the active compound in turmeric is uh, curcuminoids, and curcumin is 75% of that. And so it's only about 3% in the actual powder. So you're not really getting your bang for your buck. So we use the root and turmeric and ginger are both of the same family. So I just mm, keep it in the family. Love it, yeah. Exactly, and ginger actually is known for helping your respiratory system. It targets certain bacterians, bacteria and cells um, and your uh, bronchial tubes. So if people are experiencing, you know, respiratory issues especially with COVID going mm-hmm. around, ginger and turmeric are both things I would add into your diet for sure.
0: Man, you are dropping knowledge on me today. Oh my gosh. I got so this. much. Uh, I know we're, and we're not going to be able to get it, it, I know and just as a programming note, we will be down at Nurture for a full show next Friday. So one week from today, we're going to take the whole broadcast down there. There's just so much stuff to cover. There's so much. So we'll it's be so fun, though. rejoining. <laughs> this is this is our sneak preview. This is our preview here as yeah. well. So Elizabeth, let's continue on. Love, yeah. the, love the bone broth. And it and just to as tons. a note too, you know, if you do experience from leaky gut, you're not absorbing the nutrients in the way that you'd like to be able to. Uh, you're not giving your blood a chance to be able to absorb all the greatness. So yeah. you have to address that first. Once yes. that's addressed, then you're going to start being able to leach all the goodness from the foods that you're putting into your body. So
5: you're totally right because you could sit down and be eating kale salads up the wazoo, yeah. but if you're not absorbing it, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't
0: matter <laughs> one bit. Yeah. So it's peeling back that onion again, yeah. like we said. I look forward to this journey, and I'm going to partner with you guys. And I thought you were going to say
5: I'm going to party with you. I'm like, you come down party with <laughs> us. I'll do the broth <laughs> shots great, with exactly. you all the time. <laughs>
0: uh, what's next here? This looks, so, this is a culture, isn't yeah, it? Yeah.
5: Well, this is one of this is one of our smoothies. We have a Smoothie program, and this is where wait, smoothie
0: program. Yeah, what is that home
5: program? (laughs) Um, But there we have several, but this is one of our most popular. And uh, I brought it down again because it has a lot to do with the gut and. Mm -hmm. immune support and so this is our blue pearl smoothie where do you
0: get that beautiful blue from is Mm -hmm. it blueberry?
5: i just look at it in my (laughs) eyes my eyes transcend into that i would actually believe that (laughs) yeah um no so the blue is e3 live it's a blue green algae which is mostly protein for vegetarians or vegans you get a really great source for protein and minerals is blue green algae or spirulina
0: does it uh, taste terrible? No,
5: you taste Are you it sure? and tell me it doesn't
0: taste terrible. You can't taste Cazzini, it. You know, Lop- no, I
5: get you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like if people don't like that CBD, like umami flavor,
0: that is delicious.
5: <laughs> well, it's there's peppermint in it, so I taste that peppermint okay. too. It's it's to my my whole flavor was a, like a peppermint patty. Was
0: that to offset the kale?
5: Well, there's no kill. The, oh, there the is. The E3 live. Yeah. So what's in it is Hicama, which is um, talking about gut. It's a prebiotic to your probiotics. So probiotics are healthy strands in your in your gut, but you need to feed the healthy gut bacteria the prebiotics. So prebiotics is the food for mm-hmm. your probiotics which feed your health your micro
0: take that in in.
5: papa there's a lot of peas in there so jicama which is in there which is a Uh prebiotic celery which is like a really great natural source of sodium which is a which is a mineral that has to do with your blood pressure your bones you know all of the above and then it has coconut cream which is a really great source of brain food healthy fat um, as well as we sweeten it with uh, banana, which is potassium, and so this is low
0: on the glycemic index. Yes. So. Oh my
5: gosh, I'm wh- when it comes to health, I'm all about keeping the sugars down. I'm mm-hmm. like people at Nest you know like sugars, sugars, sugars are a no. So this actually has a tablespoon, or not a tablespoon, but a bit of monk fruit sweetener so monk fruit sweetener is this is a lot of information it is. and, and, and <laughs> you really, have to rewind those. really
0: and, and that's why i have go down and have the conversation Yeah. So saddle up at the bar there yeah. and, and then have a conversation with you but there's a lot more to cover do i have this all over my face no you Rubble. don't Maybe me just a little here
5: but it's okay it goes with your shirt thank you but just to figure it finish up with the monk fruit it's um especially for diabetics, it doesn't create a glycemic response Mm -hmm. because it is a plant sugar vapor. Your body doesn't actually digest it, which means it can't break it apart and get the sugar. So it literally just passes through your system without causing a glycemic response. So if you are pre-diabetic, diabetic, monk fruit sugar is so far, research always changes, but so far... Uh, It's been known to not cause a glycemic response.
0: And remember, even if you're trying to lose weight, you want to have that low glycemic index because if you have that insulin spike, then it's going to disallow your blood to work that it wants to, to let the free fatty acids out of your blood back into your system and to flush that out. So lots of water and, and good nutrients like that with the low glycemic index, you're going to be nourished and um, you're going to be able to drop some weight by eating some things like that. Cool. What's next?
5: Okay. So we have on our grab and go section, a whole bunch of these things. And I love taking a vessel that people eat normally, which is like yogurt parfaits or chia puddings, and then infusing them with superfoods. So we have our, and again, like the first thing that I think of is what is the most exciting, delicious flavor? And then I can flush it out with the nutrients. But if it's not exciting, who wants to eat that? Like it's... Excitement is just as part of health as the nutrients within mm-hmm. the food. So this is our Rhodiola Cacao Chia Pudding. Cacao and this is how you buy it. Yeah, that's how you buy it. You literally can come in if you're in a hurry. I'm from New York, and I'm, even if I'm not in a hurry, yeah. in my mind, I'm in a hurry. Okay. So you come in, you grab that, and you go.
0: Well, can I just pull up and you throw it in my car? Like yeah, absolutely. We'll just toss it at you. Lot.
5: You work on athletic it's, skills as well. This is perfect. <laughs> I mean,
0: uh, and get a, you know, get, prepare yourself for a day or two because I have to imagine the shelf life on this is going to last maybe yeah. a couple days, right? Oh, yeah.
5: At least, I mean, five days. We, we check it at, at two to three. but So buy a couple. It, Yeah, I would buy a whole bunch and just throw it in your bag as well as. So um, this is our rodeola cacao. So again, chocolate. Actually, people. Somebody asked me what my favorite superfood was, and it's chocolate. Like the medicinal, but which is so great. Mm -hmm. Like who doesn't like chocolate? But I'm talking about the pure cacao rather than like. Hershey's chocolate which is fun every once in a while but that's not super food
0: and it's not going to be that low uh, sugar
5: no so this is sweetened with a bit of maple syrup which maple syrup has B vitamins and minerals from the tree but again you don't want to go too much with maple syrup because that will cause a glycemic response but rhodiola is a root and it's actually been proven clinically to help fight depression and it has a whole lot You can have your chocolate <laughs> and your can,
0: can, can, you, can you get that into a syringe?
5: Because <laughs> I just want <laughs> I it direct. It right. I could work that right out. I could work that out.
0: Uh, but what, what, what a wonderful breakfast this yeah. would
5: be. Yeah, a lot of people also t- pick those up for post-workouts. Yeah. Um, you know, Side note, what's your
0: what's what's your um, what's your take on oats?
5: Uh if they are organic, they're a great source of fiber, B vitamins. Again, if you're overcooking them, they don't but really do have you, a lot.
0: Of- so that will metastasize right in your mouth, those oats. It, yeah. it go down and get right into your bloodstream at that point. It's basically yes. digesting in your mouth. Well, yes. And turn into a starch, which in turn would turn into a sugar at that point. So I try, when people say I'm do the oatmeal in the morning and that kind of thing, I'm like, ah, be a little careful with that. And if you like to put granola inside of things too, um, just just be mindful. I
5: agree. And then also, well, here's the thing, too. It always comes back to what is your health goal. Mm -hmm. If your health goal is to, you know, eat on a lower glycemic index, if it's to lose weight, then, yeah, I would avoid oats and I would go for something like chia pudding, Mm -hmm. which chia is mostly protein. Um, However, if you're somebody who needs a lot of fiber and it's organic oats and they're plain and you're lightly cooking them, that's a great source of fiber and B vitamins. That's
0: such a great point. If you're an athlete, eat all the oats you want. really. If you're needing that energy and you're utilizing it right away – go for it.
5: Exactly, especially post workouts your muscles need to absorb some of that Great sugar to store. It just depends on your health goals. Absolutely. And that's dragon fruit fruit um, which is full of vitamin it looks so C. beautiful. And we love colors. I mean people eat first with their eyes <laughs> sure for sure. they do. Yeah.
0: Uh, this is all on point. We've got some other stuff too. Yeah, we'll I have a feeling down. we're going we're not. yeah, we're going I'll finish way the section No, you're, and fu- this. you're fine. We're we going
5: overtime. No, which is good. Um okay, so I don't really need to go into this. We have just like two grab and go salads. This is a vegan gluten-free option and and when any I say vegan Gluten free, or in in, um, any of these these diets, let's say, Mm -hmm. it's literally, for instance, our bakery section is vegan, gluten free, always no refined sugar. But that's not to get on a bandwagon of veganism or gluten free because there's a lot of things, again, it's to each his own, and there's a lot of uh, misinformation about both categories. And again, the food industry likes to turn these things into fat and profit, which who doesn't like to profit, but at our expense, you know. And so the bakery good is vegan gluten free to just include everyone so we don't have questions is is this Perfect. vegan is this gluten it's cuz if you are not All you can eat this anyway yeah. exactly and
0: it, it kind of makes your life a little easier too to where oh it's like okay it's gluten free <laughs> but then no it's not vegan and this is yes and that's yeah. the way that and you should do and let me tell
5: it. you something it is a chemical like it, this is a whole chemistry that happens if you're cooking without gluten. If you're cooking without, mm-hmm. you know, butters and fats and things like that. So flavor chemistry.
0: substitution is a really weird thing because a lot of times, when, okay, is is it, is vegan? It's gluten free. Well, they're making up for it somehow with flavor. So is it is it high in sodium? And generally, that's where it goes to a lot of the times. Where it, or is it high in sugar too? So you look at these things and you go, well, how do you make something gluten free, vegan taste good without yeah. it having a huge caloric intake from or that. Or ingredient
5: Like yeah. if you go to the grocery store and people think that just because it's gluten-free or just because it's vegan, that means it's healthy. And it's like- No. You might as well have just a sourdough, which is gluten yeah. and three ingredients, water, salt, uh-huh. and you know, organic flour. Right on the that money. That is way healthier than most of the gluten-free products you'll find out there that have processed sugar, uh, processed flours. And like you were saying kind of about with the oats, which oats aren't the biggest glycemic um, uh, indexed flour you could use- uh-huh. Because if you look at most gluten-free products, it's potato starch, you know tapioca starch, 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 starch which is immediate sugar, uh-huh. and most of the gluten-free products have those. So you're literally just having a you know glycemic bomb, bombarded with this thing that you thought was healthy for you, so, you know. And again, like you were saying earlier as well we've kind of done that work for you when you walk in our door you can trust that i am not going to compromise it. any of that for anyone
0: i'll tell you what and make it a destination location for you where, where is the location
5: the location is federal and 29th so it's um two nine four nine Federal. <laughs> I'm here too in Federal? Yes, you're in Federal. Thank you. It's right it's if you're here in Denver, it's sandwiched between the Walgreens and the church.
0: Yeah, and it's such a cool, beautiful, welcoming location. I felt as safe as you possibly could. You walk in the door and first thing temperature taken, have any symptoms, then get the go ahead, you go inside there. Of course you have your masks on. But you look around at all of these great practitioners doing the things that they love the most yeah. and it's just specialty from one to the next to the next and um, Great minds together with the same ethos. We're going to be doing a lot of work together, I hope. I hope you enjoyed yeah, the conversation absolutely. today. I've
5: always, I, always. I could geek out on this all day long. And you ask really good questions, too. Oh,
0: well, thank you. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, the good news is is that you do a lot of geeky podcast type of stuff, too. Keep an yeah. eye on their Instagram. <laughs> What's your Instagram? So people can say, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
5: so it's at Visit Nurture is Nurture's Instagram. And every week I get to sit down with a healthcare practitioner from Nurture and we talk about their practice. We talk about who should be coming to see them. We, t- we geek out on little tidbits that you can do at home without even having to come in and see them, you know, relating digestive system or stress or body pain. Or a lot of it is on, in, on mental health, especially right now, which, you know, inflammation ties back to mental health a lot of most of the is time. Is that my problem? that's what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. You I'm a fighter. You just come in and
5: have like one of these every day. We I can got do you. It. Well,
0: as long as I get to see your sunny disposition when I get in there, Absolutely. I think that that would help my mental health as well. Oh,
5: that's sweet. Absolutely. That's sweet. I, and you can keep the <laughs> rodeola, That'll help your mental <laughs> health.
0: <laughs> good. I love it. Everything in life is about moderation. Do more good for yourself than bad for yourself. Consistency. I yep. would throw,
5: that, it, throw in there. Uh, I, I, definitely moder- moderation, but consistency. I think it's about also reprogramming old programs you know and rebuilding new new habits one at a time if you try and go like we said last time from one extreme to another you you could make that work for even up to a year but i'm just in my own practice as a nutritionist after two three year period it'll start to derail usually after just a few days yeah the longest i've seen it kept up is like six months but yeah yeah. But so moderation and consistency. Yeah,
0: rock and roll. With moderation, that'll allow us to have a margarita, which we're going to do next. I know. I
5: love that this is the second. I feel like every <laughs> time I come here, I'm right before the booze section. You and are. I'm like, where's <laughs> my shot? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming right up. Uh,
0: thank you again. <laughs>
5: thank you so much, Greg, for yeah, having us. Yeah, you bet. Elizabeth Woodard. Thank Witter. you. Yeah.
0: And uh, Nest is the location inside of Nurture. And we'll put all that information on our website. Uh, speaking of that, look for on themoderneater.com. We have a great interview. Uh, with you and Kelly from last yeah, time. Yeah, that well. was a lot of so fun. So check that out. Yeah. Okay, we're going to break away. Come right back. Montana from Black Hat Distillery in Colorado Springs. It's an, have you heard of it? No, you haven't. Don't lie. <laughs> uh, you haven't because uh, Montana is with a new distillery, and she's going to show us some cool stuff. Did you know that um, there is a distillery here that makes brandy? What? That's crazy. And an agave spirit. Ooh. It's hard to find a good tequila here in Colorado.
5: I, I, I um, switched over to mezcal years
0: ago. Did you really? Yes, I
5: did. Right, let's I go. love that smoke.
0: You want to go have make a couple cocktails with us? Oh, my God. That'd be so fun. All <laughs> right. You stick around. You're going to co-host <laughs> with us over here. All right. We'll be back. Booze in the News. All the booze oh news God. you can use next right here. The Modern Eater Show continues.
5: Hi. Oh, my gosh.
1: I'm the Farms,
6: and I'm just here to remind you that the best
1: potatoes are grown here in Colorado. First, we partner with the best farmers in the world, and then we tell them, we will take it all. Process whole spices daily, blend custom spices to order, keep it fresh, safe, and flavorful,
3: all so that you can get back to doing what you do best. So whether you're a restaurant, a food manufacturer, or an at-home cook, be sure to visit The Spice Guy at www.thespiceguyco.com.
0: Hey, Modern Eater fans. I'm Don Trobo with The Annex by at Mills. And I just wanted to give you a heads up about some of the great things we've got going on locally in the state. We're headquartered right here and we're working with farmers in the San Luis Valley to bring you amazing Colorado quinoa. It's just like the South American stuff, but grown locally. We've got transitional wheat flour that's grown by farmers in Colorado and surrounding states who are in the process of of turning their fields into organic. So we're taking that transitional wheat and turning it into flour, and now it's available for you to cook and bake with. And last but not least, we're now cleaning grain berries in Denver. So things like spelt or wheat berries uh, or pearl barley, those are things that we're now doing right here locally and are available to you. Can't wait to share it with you. go ahead okay back to Studio I, Kitchen Colorado and boosting the news. Before we start boosting the news, i want to tell you about Jeff Rourke and A Plus Beverage Solutions. He's the man with the plan when it comes to tap installations. You need to have a cool setup, right? He does custom installations, the installation of your dreams, but he also does maintenance. Maintenance is important. Is your glycol system working properly? Jay, you know how it is. You go into a bar and you see somebody pour into a pitcher the beer and the foam comes up on the top and they take a spoon and pour, take the foam out and then the temperature's changed and put it into a cup. That's not the way to go. No, that's ridiculous. If you're pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing, Jay? You're pouring your money down the drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. Just get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A. Beverage Solutions. He's local. He's a family man. 20 years in the business, that's a guy that you can trust. Give him a call, 720-272-3809. One more time, 720-272-3809, it's Jeff Rorkin and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. All right, ready to do this, Elizabeth? Yeah, All right. Let's co-host. Well, <laughs> I can do one thing right in my life, <laughs> and it's this. Uh, Montana. Hello. Uh, Hello to you. Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. On a Friday. Okay. Black Hat Distillery. Talk about Black Hat in Colorado Springs.
4: So Black Hat Distillery is a 100%. We make all of our product in-house. We don't produce. We just make everything ourselves. And what we specialize in is extremely um, wonderful, standalone high-end spirit. And we actually make, as you can see, 100% blue agave. Over here we have our different rums, that is our Caribbean style Royals and Rebels rum. Over here is the Jamaican style Island rum. And uh, we are working on many, many projects here as well. Uh, Up and coming are many, many spirits like a lemoncello, And over here we have the Dueler's Dark which will be coming out on Black Friday as well. But we also, because we're a distillery, Uh, We work ourselves in making like our own house liqueurs. So for instance, in your margarita uh, today, we cannot buy other spirits that we don't actually make ourselves. So you get to taste the talent um, at Black Hat with uh, the fact that we make our own liqueurs as well. Did you know that? I had no idea you,
0: as a distillery you can 't bring in anybody else 's prod, pr- product, so all of these accoutrements that you would put into a, a drink, uh, a liqueur what have you that 's where the talent comes out inside the tasting room of the distilleries to where they can make their cocktails i think it 's amazing it is I amazing. Think
5: it's super special and
0: you went over something very quickly, but one of the points that you made is that you 're distilling all of your products there 's a lot of ta- there 's a lot of times where uh, say there's a new distillery and they're making a bourbon or a whiskey, they'll bring in from outside a, a, and either do a blend or just utilize that and put their label on it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But what you need to do is you need to dig into these labels and you see distilled and bottled by Black Hat Distillery. Ah. This tells you everything. Yeah. All the de- the devil's in the details. Exactly. So that's something that you look into. So. Uh, bourbon, whiskey, that's something that you guys aren't doing because you're gonna do this and you're
4: doing it well. So again, with the, part of the reason for the name of Black Hat is we really, as founders and his staff, um, are a little bit on the rebellious side. Yep. Uh, and what we decided to do is, again, because everyone else is doing whiskey, um, that they they tend to put their tequilas out, but it's a little bit of a forethought. Um, whereas this is our this is our heart. This is our heart, our soul, and our passion to put out incredible. Let me see that. Oh, I'll
0: let now you. Oh, is, you, well, you get see, to bottle. So clear spirits is really what I've been going to lately. I don't know what I'm down with the brown, but it's just in the down morning. The get,
5: Isn't that strange? Because I'm definitely a Scotch girl myself, and somewhere along my journey, I I went clear as well, and tequila Did and mezcal. Yeah. So this
0: is like a looks like a great fine blanc. That I, And I'm loving me some good, clear spirit Blanco.
4: We have Silvers, yeah, we have um, Reposados, and uh, because we've <laughs> only been... That's acceptable. Uh, because we have only been... We actually uh, started this distillery September 20th of 2019. So if you do um, your wow. math right, we were only wow. one year old. Oh my goodness! You're Coming a babe. up on one year old We're just a little over one, <laughs> and of course, uh, COVID did this fantastic thing of hitting us six months in. Oh yeah! Uh, but we never once, we never once closed those doors. We made hand sanitizer for the public. Good for you! I and love course, that
5: you made your own hand sanitizer. Yeah. We did. We yes. do that at Nest too. That's As amazing. As
4: distillery, uh, we felt it was a need, and of course, we <laughs> just always wash your have, hands in tequila. <laughs> um, your wonderful to-go cocktails here. Oh, Ooh. you matched. Oh, absolutely. Oh,
5: wow. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we got it's really, tough,
4: really now. inventive as a staff and as founders, really doing some incredible work. Again, there's a little bit of silver lining uh, on that you know, dark cloud that is COVID that we came up with new spirits and new inventive ideas of delivery. Uh, I actually went and delivered uh, because, again, if you wanted to stay at home, mm-hmm. then you got to stay at home, and I was essential because we were making. Uh, we we're making hand sanitizer, so I actually delivered this to your front door yourself, and got to stay social dish. And, yep, daiquiri and many, many other cocktails. And, and cocktails. so uh,
0: award-winning mixologist with Montana. Congratulations! Yes, oh, wow. thank the you, thank you very amazing. much. Here. Um, you would prefer to make it fresh and ready for you, but batching it out and getting it out the door—that's fantastic too. I'm sure you yes, put your heart correct. and soul into that. Today we're going to make a margarita, right? Yes, we are. Classic margarita. Margarita. am you down
3: with a classic margarita? I am always down
5: with anything classic
0: I was actually going to
5: ask you if I could taste your tequila plain as oh. well, because I just oh. love tasting Absolutely. the flavors that go in
4: there. So what we do at Black Hat, and again this is for our spirit as well, is we do not back sweeten. It is 100% what we call the heart of the spirit. We uh, cut very deep into the heads, so we take all of that uh, waste product out. We actually use it as cleaner. <laughs> uh, so we can waste not. No and waste. I <laughs> have that. <laughs> and, um, and of course, we actually just take the heart of a spirit itself. But we never back sweeten, and it has to be. It has to be a standalone spirit. What is back sweeten?
5: Sorry for my ignorance. So back su- no, please.
4: Back sweetening is where people take um, spirit that maybe wasn't made as clean and as pure, uh, so it doesn't maybe taste as good. Mm. And what they'll do is they'll sweeten it or they'll put flavor agents into it and we are we are very much against that. We don't want to do that at
0: all. You ladies continue right here making this cocktail. I'm going to sneak away and get some glasses cuz so I do want to taste the tequila yeah. too. Right. Yeah, right, say please. no
5: to How can you tell? I have a question. How can you tell if a product has been back sweetened?
4: You know, you have to ask them. Okay. Um, for the most part, too, you can taste. Again, you're going to taste the talent of our head distiller Kim Emmel. Mm. Um, who actually he has been kind of distilling under the radar for a while And this is his uh, first company and he is absolutely blowing it out of the water he is doing such a wonderful job he's a great human being okay. but he's a really talented distiller mm. and of course on the back of all of our labels as well you get to see our little black hat distillery guy oh but I love we that we pay homage to where he came from so in this one he's wearing a sombrero yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on the back of our rums he is wearing a pirate hat uh,
5: oh my to, gosh
4: yes so you can see to celebrate the Caribbean correct and of course we make Johnny Depp. nobleman's apple brandy which on the back of that hat you get um, our original top hat logo. Okay,
0: we got the chef's taste in here with us absolutely. as well. Absolutely. So I'm Hibbenes. gonna go Get ahead and here. shake
4: this up. So again, at home, uh, I always suggest people uh, use a jigger because again, free pouring is, you wanna make sure it's absolutely perfect. Devil's in the details, isn't it? Okay. All right, so are we ready? This is a pure copper shaker, so it's Do a little heavy. Do I need heavy. to stand back? No, nah, I'm like, this
5: is the whole art.
4: And of course, uh, we wanna thank Colorado Springs for voting us. Uh, Silver for Best New Distillery, wow. Best New Bar in the Springs. Of course, into Ashley Choi, my fellow bartender who won gold, and of course for myself who won silver as well. Look at you
0: guys racking up. I feel like people would
4: work out more if this was made until like, the, you v- Yes. Uh, we, no gym required at Black Hat Distillery, none whatsoever. All right. <laughs> Here it comes. We try. And we really like to play with our garnishes at Black Hat, and so this is tajin. Because tajin has that beautiful spice on it. What's that mean? Tajin is um, kind of a, it's really, yeah, it's a Mexican spice and it's absolutely outstanding. Is it like a pepper? It's a little bit of a peppery flavor. So, this is our classic house margarita. Wow. So, I'll go ahead. And I have extra straws, and of course, we always use copper straws at Black Cat Distillery as well. We really want to save the turtles. We're a big, big fan of that. And then the second cocktail.
0: Okay.
4: Well, should I allow y'all to taste? First of all, this is also, again, our beautiful, very, very high-end, very clean, uh, doolers 100% Blue Agave. We get our uh, agave from a ninth-generation family farm that's 100 miles south of the border. And it is pure from product itself straight into the still, straight into a bottle. she's saying is real. Very crisp, very clean. And of course, because without that back sweetening, without all that sugar that most people get, um, of course, you're talking about, you know, nurture, and it's true. We actually really care about people at Black Cat, and we want you to consume good product. Uh, so again, like this is not sweetened. So without that sugar, you get to have a very, very low and/or no hangover.
0: Give that a shot. See what that does. Boy, very clean. Very, very clean. clean. Very clean. Yes.
4: Cheers. So for the uh, second cocktail, what I, um, what we're going to do here is roll out a oh, seasonal one. This is our again very clean. Everything that we do is just so so clean. And, of course, the fun label right there to tell you that it is distilled and bottled 100% at uh, Black Cat Distillery in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Please do come see us if you're down in the springs. But we're going to create a seasonal cocktail that actually won an award. Sweater weather? Sweater weather. <laughs> okay. uh, my dear bartender, Miss Ashley Choi, named this for me because it really embodies the season. Okay. Yeah.
0: What are you starting with?
4: So we're starting with the very clean Royals and Rebels Caribbean rum. Uh, what we've done here is it's made of almost 100% blackstrap molasses and just a hint of organic sugar cane because that's exactly how they did it in the Caribbean. We are one of the very few that we're aware of that open air ferment in Colorado. Oh, wow. Yes and that's intense. It's a lot a lot of work but we again love love what we do and are very passionate and again Kim Emmel. He does it right, and he does it right every time. So this is a house-made Uh Because the cocktails at Black Hat, we really like to um, embody the spirit itself. It's not to hide it. But again, the reason that Sweater Weather is so good is the base product. Because if you were to put any other rum in this, it wouldn't taste as good. It would have a little bit of that almost dirty flavor.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Telemarketer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right all right so this cheers. is um by the fire right
3: here yes it is cheers to you cheers
0: oh you got to try it mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to try that i'll uh give that a swing a little ahead. it's about as good as it gets right there i'll tell you what um thank you for no making thank these cocktails you absolutely course, my, my
4: pleasure like yes it is <laughs> <laughs> yes it is it's quite good uh
0: wow. great stuff you got to go visit them make it a destination uh take a day go down there and and learn and go go see these uh, these are the folks that are doing things that uh, uh, artisan right mm. i love artisan it's Correct. the craft and that's what you're doing uh we're going to break up and we'll come wrap this up. We're going to enjoy our cocktails here. And uh, I couldn't think of a better Friday than this. Black Hat in Montana. Thank you so much.
1: Cheers. Thank you.
0: We'll be back to wrap up the show right here. The Modern Eater from Studio Kitchen, Colorado.
3: Hey, you guys, Jay here with The Modern Eater Show. Thanks for watching. Don't forget about our YouTube and Instagram channels. A lot of killer content over there. Throw us a subscribe on YouTube. Throw us a follow on Instagram. And thank you for supporting TME. We couldn't do this without our amazing sponsors, so let's check
2: them out right now. Come on. Come on. You know, we got that great facility over in Park Hill that yes. we really we want people to come over Try yeah. things out, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's just been it's been wonderful. And so there's a lot of times where people will come to us. Justin Brunson, a great example. I was over at uh, River Bear yesterday, mm-hmm. and I said to him, "Just give me your dream. Yeah, you know, tell my organization what yeah. it is you want your dream to be and sure. how you want to get there, and then we'll figure out how to get you there." Okay, because. There really isn't anything that can't be done realistically. You know, you talk about Canberra, we talk about all the Middleby brands, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, Pitco, Blodgett, you know, Turbo Chef, you know, these are best in class brands. Glass Tender, we were just talking about earlier, Wonder Bar, Steel Light, Dexter, I mean, American Metalcraft. you just go on down the line, we have best in class brands. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we're able to really answer anybody's need. And that's why I always tell everybody, tell me what your dream is. Back to the show in just a second. But before we
3: get back to the show, I want to talk to you about bread and specifically Aspen Baking. If you haven't been to Aspen Baking Company or had their bread, you are missing out, assuming you enjoy bread. If you enjoy bread, you have got to go to AspenBaking.com. I'm telling you. If you're into sourdough, they got it. Baguettes, they got it. Hey, chefs. Do do you need somebody to cook your bread because you just don't have the wherewithal or the time right now? Aspenbaking.com will do it for you, and they'll do it right since 1994. Greg, they've been doing it right, and they've been doing it better than anybody in town. They don't use the artificial stuff. They don't do the fake uh, sweeteners. They don't do the colors. They don't freeze it before it gets to you, all right? They don't play those games. They just play bread. That didn't really work, but you know the direction That's I'm going. <laughs> yeah, you know the direction I'm going. It's
0: AspenBaking.com. Hey, you're speaking of that, you know who else? Uh, and I saw it yesterday because I did a trip to Budlong. Jared Leonard's using Aspen Baking Company bread for his delicious uh, Budlong hot chicken sandwiches. Is he? Those Nashville sandwiches, you know, they're delicious, that, uh, extra delicious because of Aspen Baking bread. Come on in here, Montana. Uh, Scott, you too. Uh, chef and, and Elizabeth, if you're still here. Is Elizabeth still here? She might no, be she left, yeah. We're wrapping it up from today. I'll tell you what, pizza, bringing in this pizza that I grew up with just brought back all the, well, I can't say that because I eat it up uh, once a week. So it, it brought me back to, to, to last week. Um, but coming in here today was just a real treat. Thank God. Uh, next Thursday, is. <laughs> I told Eric Hyatt this, I said, hey, did, next Thursday, did you know that it's national pizza with everything day except anchovies? And he goes, hey, man, just for the record, <laughs> I think that all these national food holidays are BS. And I said, hey, man, people look at it and and, and and Google, you know, what should I eat tonight and what is the national day between now this is your mission this is if you accept this mission you gotta go to Angela's and try this everything pizza it's,
4: it's really good
0: kitchen sink pizza is really good you know what else that they do cool all the rest of their pizzas are named after red hot chili pepper sauce oh really
4: <laughs> okay that's just <laughs> awesome that's just awesome
0: <laughs> Na- name a couple of those pizzas chef oh, we got so- microphone
6: We've got the Sir Psycho Sexy, we have uh, Californication Under the Bridge. Oh. No, the Under the
0: Bridge has a strange tie because you have the what? The Under the
6: Bridge has a strange tie because it's actually... So the Sir Psycho Sexy. Sir Psycho
0: Sexy. And then the... Under, the, under the Bridge, uh-huh.
6: um, what
0: else do we have? I heard
4: Californication. Californication yeah. Apache Rose Peacock. That's the one. That's What's the on one. What's on the
6: Californication? Californication is all vegetables. Yeah, I knew it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> vegetables. Arditoe, <laughs> olives, Ooh. veggie pie. Oh, that was good. All meat pies, so psycho sexy.
0: Do you like oysters?
4: I do. Do you? I love oysters you with you a little bit of white know. wine. Okay. I mean, cold. I, Rockefeller's okay, but I like the cold oysters. You just go down with a beautiful Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. Oh, yeah.
0: And they also I have wine. wine. Carboy Winery.
4: Oh really?
0: <laughs> yes, that's that's <laughs> who they're with. So wine, oysters, pizza—you got the whole thing. Angela will take you there. Okay, so that <laughs> sounds wonderful. <laughs> need to go there. And folks, if you're looking at this in Denver, reach out to Montana because Absolutely. you should have these spirits on your shelf too. Absolutely. I think that that's a call they should make to Montana. Montana, how can people get a hold of you?
4: So you can actually look up our website at www.blackhatdistillery.com where you can order online. You can get my personal number, our work cell phone number. You can call the distillery, just ask for Montana. And I am the brand ambassador and head of sales as well. We will definitely have you taste the talent and this beautiful standalone spirit and then get it
0: on your shelves as well. I think give it a shot. Um, the agave spirit is awesome. The rum, I just, I love rum. And then um, I'm so looking forward to, uh, where, where is that? where is that brandy at?
4: Oh, it's over here. The Nobleman's Seasonal Apple Brandy. This makes an incredible old-fashioned. Kept at 88 proof. So again, you want good spirit, you come to Black Hat, you want to drink something that's watered down, go elsewhere.
0: (laughs) That looks fantastic. Thanks for coming in here today. You really just did a bang-up job. My pleasure. these cocktails are great. So cocktail ideas, everything, go Black Hat, check them out, and then they're batch cocktails to go. Uh, Jay Parker. Yes, sir. Thank you for another great show, my friend. Thank you, sir. Monday, what's coming up?
3: Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> I ask him this I every time. you think he'd be. Uh, Monday, know Monday, now. Monday. Mr. Jeffrey Nations from Aspen Baking Ooh. will be here.
0: We're going to bake some bread.
3: We are going to bake some bread. And then we have a few other pieces. I was actually going to get the doctor uh, for that show, but we did Blanchette today. We did. So that's my excuse for not yeah, having another guest thing. to
0: tell you. Monday, curfew takes in place. All right, be well. Take care of each other. Some of that uh, uneasiness that you have right now, because it, it support local. Just take a little bit that. Support local. And uh, we need to take care of each other right here in our community. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate you, Chef. Thanks, Montana.
4: Thank you so much. My pleasure.
0: Okay, for Jay Parker, I'm Greg Holland back. We're going to say goodbye to you for now, but we'll be back Monday from Studio Kitchen, Colorado.